1: Today we are closing our series on the Messianic Psalms. Today is Psalms 118. I found out in my reading that Psalms 118 was Martin Luther's favorite song. Just in case you don't know who Martin Luther is, to give you just a quick, quick history lesson. He, he is the guy who nailed the 95 Theses on the door and it's because of him the Reformation began. So today we're going to understand why I believe that Psalm 118 was Martin Luther's favorite song and why also I think it has now become my favorite song. So as uh, Haley comes for our reading, I ask that you will please stand for the reading of God's word.
0: Our reading today is Psalm 118. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They went out like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he makes his light to shine upon us. Bind the festal sacrifice with cords up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. This is the word of the Lord. It's absolutely true, and it's given to us in love.
1: Amen. Thank you, Haley. You may be seated. I have often said that once you love someone, you cannot stop loving that person. I don't care what they have done. If you truly love them, you cannot stop loving them. They may hurt you, they may do things that's unthinkable, but once you love them, I believe that it's impossible to unlove. Somebody may be saying, well, well, you have not been hurt like I've been hurt, but I think there will always be something that causes you to truly love if you've ever loved. And this is what we see in this Psalm today. It says that for his steadfast love endures forever. That's good. Yeah. Because we have been in situations where we have done things that are unthinkable, that things that we have done that's, that have not been right there, are things that we have done to actually, uh, if possible, hurt the Lord. But for us, his steadfast love, endures forever. Let that let that rest on your heart for a minute. This this particular saying his steadfast love is important because we see that it begins Psalms 118 and it ends Psalm 118. It starts out talking about his love and it ends talking about his love. And and I think that's good for us because sometimes we we often feel that that we are unlovable. We often feel that, that all that I've done, that nobody loves me. Well, I got good news for you today. There's somebody who loves us all. There's somebody that does not love us in spite of. There's somebody that just simply loves us. That's good, y'all. He, he, it's not, not, not that I've done this or I haven't done that. He just simply loves us. That's good stuff, y'all. That is something that we can just say, ooh, while you may not like me, God loves me. While you may not understand me, God loves me. So let's look at how, how the psalmist calls for us to give thanks. It says, verse 1 says this, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Look what it says. As I look at these these next three verses, I think this is definitely a call for Thanksgiving. First, it's a call for personal Thanksgiving. Then it's a call for public Thanksgiving. Then it's a call for perpetual Thanksgiving. Look, look, look what it says here. It says, let Israel say he, his steadfast love endures forever. Because the psalmist in verse one, before we get to two, in verse one, he is already given Thanks. This is how he opens the song. Oh, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He's telling us to give thanks because he is good. Then then he says, "Let, let Israel say his steadfast love endures forever. He's calling on the people of Israel to just think about how good God has been to them, where he has brought them from. He's calling on them to give him praise. Then he says this, let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. He's calling on the priest. He's calling on the priest to say that he's good. Do, do we have to cause anybody to tell God, thank you? We shouldn't have to because he's been good to us. If he does nothing else today, he's walking us up today. He's allowed us to be gathered in this room. And for that, he deserves praise. Not only was it public, not only was it private, uh, public. Now he says to, to not just Israel, not just to the priest, but he says, let those who fear the Lord say his steadfast love endures forever. It's not, it's not a fear in the sense that we're scared. It's not a, a fear that, that we were, that if we don't praise him, something bad is going to happen to us. It's just, it's saying that in, 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 Based on who he is, there's an awe of the goodness of God, and for that, y'all, we ought to praise him. We ought to say his steadfast love endures forever. So though though, after a call for Thanksgiving, there is this testimony. There is like he's going on on a series of events on why he, we need to give Praise to God. He, he lists a series of encounters that he had. Look at this. Verse 5 says this. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. He answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me. The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. What he's saying here is that God is my deliverer. God is my way maker. God has provided for me and for that I need to praise him. Can I get one witness here? Amen. Has he been good to you? Amen. Then we need to praise him. He says he has no need to fear what other people are try, how people may try to come against he has no need to fear that's why we ought to praise him because we we are on the winning side we found, we found out last week that we're not barely winning it's not a come from behind victory that we are way out in front and we are winning i don't care what it looked like we are on the winning team there's not a possibility that we're going to lose we are already victorious so we don't have to worry about the haters. The haters are going to be who they are. You ain't got to worry about them. Those who are purpose to hate, guess what they're going to do? They're going to they hate. And if we're on the winning team, y'all, we can stand up as already victorious. Look, look, let's look at verse 6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? That's good, y'all. It by itself. We don't, do we need to say anything else? God, God is all powerful. He has all power in his hand. No one can do what God can do. See, our confidence must be in God and not in man. God provides better protection than any human ally could. The, the, the world's most powerful man has no power in comparison to God. For what is impossible with man is more than possible with God. See, my sight is limited. I see no way out. I, I, I look at what's happening. I look at people are hating me. I, I, I look at my distressful situation because he says, out of my distress, I called on the Lord and he answered and set me free. So, so obviously... Something has happened to me that put me in a position where my only help was the Lord. Anybody ever been there? That you've been in a situation that your only help was the Lord. He was saying, for that, we need to give him praise. Why? Because his his steadfast love endures forever. See, with limited sight, I can only see so much. But God who is an all-powerful God, who has an all-seeing eye, there's nothing that he can't see. He doesn't see like I see. I can only see what's in this room. I, I know that McDuff Avenue is out there, but I can't tell you what car is driving down the road right now. But we got a God that knows everything. And I'm not talking about this... A magical thing that's happening here. I'm talking about a God who sits high and looks low. I'm talking about a God who can see what's going on right now. God can tell you what's going to happen in your life tomorrow. He knows what's going to happen in ten years from now. He has an all-seeing eye, y'all, and for that we ought to give him praise. Why? Because his steadfast love endures forever. forever. A God. He's. He has absolute power. good I I, I have some power are you listening I have some power because he gives it to me (laughs) because he gives it to me we're gonna see it in the next couple verses while there are some things that we do we need to be very clear that we don't do this on our own amen we need, we need to be very clear. When I get up and walk up here, it looks like Willie just got up and Willie walked up here, Willie standing behind the podium, but it's God power that gave me, God gave me the ability to get up here. He gives me the ability to stand. If his power is removed, I fall down. Amen. 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 Look, look at this. Look at verse 10. Verse 10 says this. All nations surround me In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me. They surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They went out like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They tried to kill me. Listen, I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord Help me, y'all. That is good stuff. That just, just to be surrounded. So what he's saying, that in the name of the Lord, I cut them off. He was saying it's not my power. He says, in the name, in the name of the Lord signifies there's some authority there. There's some authority. I've said this before, that as a kid in my home, that my brother and sister would say, you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. And when they would tell me, it didn't mean anything. But when they said, Daddy said, whether they was telling the truth or not, if they brought my daddy into it, I had to do it because daddy had some power. He didn't even have to be home. He didn't have to be home. They say, Daddy said, guess what happened? It get done. And they be laughing. (laughs) But you brought daddy into this. They, they, They wasn't playing fair when they brought the name of that. So what he's saying is this, that I know an all-powerful name. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. He came with the authority of the Lord. He says it's not me. While he was working, he recognized where his power came from. Amen? Y'all, y'all, no matter what we're going through, if we're here today, we're here today because of the power of the Lord. It, it is nothing, there is nothing that we have done so good or great, that we deserve to be here. There, there's nothing that we can account to ourselves that I did this and I did that. If you do, then you're not giving God his credit. Amen. I said earlier that this was Martin Luther's favorite song. I mean, this, this thing is touching my heart because I realize that there's some things that I've done, there's some places that I've been, there's some situations that I got myself into that God has brought me out. It was never about me. I could never get myself out of some of the things that I've been in. But it was him. Because his steadfast love endures forever. He has his love for me that even though I'm trying to self-destruct, he won't let me self-destruct. Yes. Yes. Look, even though I'm going down the wrong road, Listen, listen, I'm going the wrong, I'm going the wrong way down a one-way road. God has allowed me to turn around and come out of that thing. Not in my power, because I was bent on going the wrong way, down a wrong way road, Well, one-way road. But he... Brought me up. He says this. He, he, they, they. Not only did they surround me, they, they, they attacked me. Not only did they attack me, it was like a swarm of bees coming after me. You, you ever, you ever been uh, about to be stung by some bees? You know what that's like. There, there, there was this waltz nest at my home, and I decided that I would go out there with a broom, and I figured that I had enough reach that I can knock down the waltz nest, listen to me. You do not want to do that. I don't care how it looks. You don't want to do that. So I got the door cracked because I'm planning to run, y'all. I got this in my mind. And I hit that waltz nest. And why I only saw one waltz, It seems like they were swarming at me. It's like they identified who the enemy was, and they was coming to get me. I was able to slip into that door, and I closed that door, and I was standing out there. I was like, that was really close. (laughs) But listen, listen, listen. What I'm saying is, if they would have got a hold of me, I would have been stung from every direction. You, you ever felt like that, that you're being closed in, that the trouble's coming at you from every direction, that, that, that you can't get away. You want to turn this way, but they're there. You want to turn this way, but trouble is there. You look that way, there's trouble. Behind you, there's trouble. But what does he say? In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. This is good, y'all. That we, we've, been, we've been pressed on every side. But 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 we made it out. You want to know how you made it out? In the name of the Lord. It wasn't your power. It was not your doing. It was the name of the Lord that we were able to walk out victorious. Somebody said, well, I, I ain't walk out victorious. If you walked out, you was victorious. Even if you was limping. Even if you had a band-aid. You were victorious. You walked out of that thing in the name of the Lord. They tried to kill me, but the Lord rescued me. I think this is a clear picture. He's letting us know while we're in the battle, yes, we're fighting, yes, we are in the trenches, but it's the Lord who gives us the victory. See, in times of trouble, we don't necessarily see that we need salvation. We don't see it in our time of trouble. Naturally, we don't, we don't think that we need salvation. It's not until we're in desperate situations where we can't trust or turn anywhere else. We often are put in situations where, we're, where we have to pray and trust in him. But prayer is not our automatic response, if, we, if, we're, if we're truthful. Prayer is not an automatic response. It's, it's not the first thing we go to most times. Now, some of y'all may be, may be more seasoned than I am and more deep, more spiritual than I am, but, but prayer is not our first go-to. We often rely on ourselves. Is that anybody here? that the first thing you do is you automatically begin to try to figure out how you're going to come out of this thing. Uh, always lose. Always lose. Thank you. <laughs> always lose. You realize that if you could get yourself out, I'd never been in that. If I had any power to keep myself out of it, I would have never been in it. If I can get out, I'd have never got in that. I'd have worked out things so good. That I could have snuck in, done what I did, and got out of there without any. Am I by myself there? Look, look, yeah, I'll dress that thing up, I'll run in there and I hit what I need to hit, do what I need to do, and I'm out of there. They won't even know I've been there. But but let, let me tell you something. I'm gonna talk about that for a minute. I wasn't gonna say that, but but guess who ain't telling on me? Y- y- y'all follow me? If I'm going to do something wrong, I ain't taking nobody with me. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, y'all, I am not telling on Willie. Are y'all following me? Yeah, I- I'm-, I'm not telling on me. But see, the thing is this, that we've gotten in places, but we've gotten in so deep, where well, we, may- we may not intend to tell on ourselves. But the more we do, the longer we're there. <laughs> before long, y'all, we, be, we don't verbalize these words with our mouth. But our action determined that we lost and we can't get ourselves out. Amen. But when we come out, y'all, it's not us. It's in the name of the Lord. Y'all, we try to scramble to find a way to get ourselves out of there. This jam, whatever it is. Prayer and God is always an afterthought. It's always after everything else fails then we, that we resort to pray. Prayer and faith should be our first response before we do anything, y'all. We should be praying because the psalmist lets us know. He lets us know that it was the Lord who delivered him, y'all. And it's good for us to know that if the Lord delivered the psalmist, y'all, He's the same God who has all power. Amen. I we can call on Him in our times of trouble. That Him, y'all. It is him who's made a way for us. It's him who who has provided for us. We are to trust in him, not in our own power, not in our own strength. Every instance, y'all, yes, yes, we are in the battle. Yes, we we are fighting. But when we come out victorious, it's not because of our power. It's not by our, our strength, but it's because of him. I'm saying the same thing because I want us to get this. I want us to get that his steadfast love because he's building a case he's giving his testimony on why his steadfast love endures forever he's building the case on why we need to give him praise amen sometimes y'all we have to build a case for us to see sometimes it ain't till you look back over your life and say he was there all the time it was him who made that way it was him who used that person are y'all following me I am here today. I'm standing in this place today speaking to you because God was working behind the scenes. He was doing something that I had no idea that he was working. So whatever I become, whatever happens to me in my life, I got to give him praise because he knows better than I can ever know. Look at this. Look at verse 14. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Glad songs of salvation are in the tent of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord, listen, call. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. That is something, y'all. He has become my strength. My song and my strength and my salvation. Guess what he's saying? He is the source of strength to me, and he is the subject of my praise. There is no ground to praise in myself for anything that I have done, but all praise is due to him. What about you? Y'all, we we have no reason to boast in ourselves. If we're going to boast, we need to boast in the Lord. It is him who did. He's become our song. He, he, he preserved preserved us. He's saving us, y'all, and he knows what's best for us. He's our strength and he's our song. He's our source. Y'all, when you realize, when you just take a moment to look, I'm not saying that you don't already know it was God, but when you, when you go back and you begin to look at what he's done for you, y'all, we ought to be singing. <laughs> we ought to be singing that it was the Lord who did it. It was the Lord. He was there all the time. It was him. Y'all, that is good. It's, it's not in us. Yeah, and see, I think we think the only time that we should really sing praises to God is when good things are happening in our life. I think that gives us a, 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 a bad picture of who God is, if the only time we praise Him is when good things are happening. You know, it's kind of like loving your parents when they when they, when they're doing for you and, and and giving you everything you want, but the moment they tell you, you no, know, you get an attitude. It happens. I I was that kid. As long as my parents was giving, and giving, and giving, and giving, it was all great. The moment they said no, as a teenager, I thought they was wrong. Why can't you say yes? So, even with God, we have to learn to praise God, even when things don't look like we want them to look. Scripture says, in all things give thanks. Why? Because His mercy endures forever because you may not know, but he knows. Look look at this. The Lord, verse 18, the Lord has disciplined me severely but he has not given me over to death. Y'all, that's that's a good enough reason to praise him. That, That just lets us know that he's in control of the things that we count to not be good as well. He has disciplined me Civility. Those he love, whom he loves, he disciplines. Y'all, there, there are going to be some things that we're going to have to go through that we don't understand. There are some things that happen in our life that we don't understand. But if we trust that God is in control, and if we rejoice that his mercy endures forever, then guess what, y'all? In our minds, we got to know that this thing is working out for our good. For all things work together for the good of those who, listen, who are called who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So things that are happening in your life, y'all, you need to just begin to find a way to rejoice. You need to find a way to remember in your mind in in the moments that are not so clear to you where you can't see the light, that his steadfast love endures forever. This is happening to me because God is making me better. Amen. This is what this psalmist is saying. This psalmist is building the case for us to tell God, thank you. Man, everything that is happening to us, that Dave said in his prayer, y'all, that that even in our hearts, that there's nothing that can separate us from his love. That is good that there's nothing that can separate. Somebody needs to think about that there's nothing that can separate us from his love. The reason I said that this is becoming my favorite song, because I begin to think, y'all, about my life, that nothing can separate me. From his love. See, we, send, we begin to think that as when we've been born again, we're, we're Christians and we're here, that we can't mess up so bad. We, 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 our thinking is like, you know, I just messed up and so God's going to stop loving me. Y'all, do y'all know that the preacher has sometimes have thoughts that ain't right? Hello? Sometimes, sometimes people can make me so mad that I, I want to say stuff that I ought not say. That ain't y'all though, right? You know we've been born again. We love the Lord, and we don't never get mad at folk. That ain't my story. Are y'all, are y'all, that y'all don't ever have in your mind. Let me talk to some folk who understand that. That who understand that you want to cuss somebody out sometime. Yeah. Y- y- y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They rub you wrong, and you just want to tell them slap off. Look, look, even the children are like, yes. But y'all know that ain't pleasing to God, right? And if you don't do it, it's because he gave you strength not to do it. Hello? And if you do it, his steadfast love endures forever. I ain't giving nobody no free pass. Don't go, don't go leave here today and say, let me tell you cause it's step. No, I ain't, I ain't saying that. I'm saying that the one who's brought you out can give you power not to do those things that come up in your mind. Yes. Amen. So, so I've been dissing, disciplined severely. We need to know y'all. That is nothing that happens to us. That's beyond God's control his steadfast love endures forever. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're faced with, his steadfast love endures forever. Let's go to verse 22. It says this, well, actually 21. I thank you that you have answered me and have brought me salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We say that all the time. Save us, we pray, O oh Lord. O oh Lord, we pray, give us success. It says here, listen. The stone that the builders rejected, you know, Christ, that's how Christ talks about himself in the New Testament, that he's the stone that the builders rejected. Oftentimes, y'all, we can, we can seem rejected. We can see like people have just cast us to the side, that nothing is happening. Things, aren't just, things are just falling apart in our life. We'll, we'll never amount to anything. Anybody know what I'm talking about? that nothing good is ever going to happen to me. People have cast me, cast me off and cast me down and counted me to be nothing. Y'all, they did the same thing to Jesus. They, they, they dejected him. As a matter of fact, y'all, they crucified him. They crucified him. But listen, y'all, the one who, had, who was dejected, rejected, crucified has been exalted to the right hand of the Father. Y'all know what's on the right hand, right? There's power there. He's been, he, he, he's there. And the same God, the same God who raised Christ from the dead, y'all, no matter how bad it looks for us, has the ability to raise us up. Y'all, we need to, that's, that's good stuff right there. That, listen, listen, let that rest that he has the same God that raised Christ up the one who was dejected, the one who was crucified. Y'all, sometimes we feel like we are nothing. Sometimes folk have talked about us so bad, y'all, well, we want to give up. But it's good to know. It's good to know that God's love, his steadfast love endures forever. Why is that so good? Because he's watching over you. He's taking care of you. He's looking out for you. Y'all, we we need that. We need need to know that we're not by ourselves. Somebody might be, I already know this, but it's good to hear it again. It's good to know that you're not by yourself. Look at this. Save us, we pray, oh Lord. Oh Lord, we pray, give us success. It's almost as if, Right in the midst of his thanksgiving, right in the midst of his prayers, he begins to see that trouble is still out there. It's, right, it's like he's, he's telling us to give God praise. He's telling us why we should give God praise. Then in right in the midst of his prayer, he says, in, in his, his thanksgiving, he says, oh, Lord, save us. It, listen. Listen, just because you're free today don't mean trouble is not waiting for you around the corner. And if God has already delivered you, you can rest in the fact that he has power to deliver you again. He can deliver you again. Look at this. As I finish, done. I want you to know that you may be saying, my, my life is a mess. There's no hope for me. I already told you, His steadfast love endures forever. I want you to know that God's plan of victory does not always look like the world's plan of victory. Amen. Hey Amen. Look, did, did, didn't it look like Jesus was defeated? It did. Now, now we can sit here and say no today because we know the outcome. We know that he's victorious. But when you look at it, when he's hanging on a cross, when he's dying and and people are mocking him, y'all, it don't look like victory. It didn't look like victory. That's not the picture of victory that we look for. We look for victory riding in on a horse triumphantly. That's what we look for. I want to give somebody hope today. I don't care what it looked like. His steadfast love endures forever for you and you are victorious. No matter what's happening, God's plan of victory is different because Christ died on the cross. They buried him. They put him in the tomb, but three days later he rose with all power in his hands. And he's sitting on the right hand of the Father right now, making intercession for you and I. He has already provided our victory. We are victorious. His steadfast love endures forever. Isn't that good? That is steadfast love for you endures forever. Please know, brothers and sisters, there's never a time that you're not loved by God. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from his love. His steadfast love endures forever. Christ made the alternate sacrifice for us. Hebrews tell us he was the best sacrifice. No more needs for bulls and goats. One sacrifice, once and for all. He has made a way for us. And because we know that he's made a way for us, we can be like the psalmist. You are my God. I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Why? Because his steadfast love endures forever. See, we tend to think that God's love it's based on what we do. We say, I do my part, then God does his part. We, 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 sometimes we think that's how it is. When I do right, God loves me. When I don't do right, God does not love me. I'm glad that ain't how it work. Yeah. Amen. Listen, I do believe that we do our part and God does his part. I do. Maybe I do. I mean, we do the sinning. And he do the delivering. Listen, we do the sitting and he does the rescuing. Amen? So, so in fact, it is. Somewhat, he does his part and I do, but he, already, he did his part before we did our part. He, he doesn't wait till we do something then he acts. He has already acted. He has already made a way for us. That's good. That's why we can join the psalm you are my God. I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will exalt thee. Listen to this. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. That's how we started, and that's how we're going in. His steadfast love endures forever. Let's pray. God, our Father, we thank you today. God, we love you today because you first loved us. It was you, Father, who saved us, who, who brought us out when we weren't concerned with saving ourselves. Even, God, when we were in the midst of darkness, you shined a light. You shined the light of hope. It was you who touched our heart God when we were deep in our sins it was you God who who rescued it was you God who delivered it was you God who provided salvation and for that God we thank you we thank you God for your love has been steadfast for us when we've been contrary to your will and to your way. God, your love has been steadfast, God, when we have rested in our own abilities, in our own power, in our own means. Your love was steadfast for us. God, your your love has been steadfast for us from the beginning of time. So, Father, as your people, we ask that you help us to be mindful of who you are. Help us to be mindful that you got all power in your hands. Help us to know, God, that in spite of circumstances, that we are victorious simply because we are loved by you. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, God, and we thank you for your steadfast love. It endures forever. God, help us to remember it's not by our might is not by our power but it's through you it's in the name of the lord god that we are victorious it's in the name that's above all other names and it's in that name that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are our lord you are our king you are our way maker it's because of you that we are here today We thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.